How long gone is here? ATL ho. How long gone is here? Uh, we are in Atlanta. Uh, Jason is at the beautiful uh, Claremont Hotel on Ponce de Leon Avenue. I'm over here uh, in um, Decatur, better known as Dick Hater because of the lesbian community. I didn't know that. Is it real? Is that real? That's real. That's real. Yo, all the lesbians in my comments, shout me out. <laughs> Make sure you leave a nice message. Leave a leave me, yo, all the lesbians listening. Leave me a nice message in the comment section. Jason sounds like he got hit by a bus because he did, <laughs> um, and and I'm I'm dealing with some issues, some sound quality issues on my side. Oh no, I know. Well, it's no, it's your fault. Don't worry, uh, because Jason, um, I you're you're not able to use your usual kind of pro audio uh, headphones if if I'm not mistaken is that because you told me that right? we're gonna move on from this topic <laughs> well i'm just wondering why <laughs> i'm just wondering why because you sound a little funny like using airpods so i was just wondering what happened to your kind of pro you know i'm an editor podcaster headphones i just, DJ, I just felt like know. switching it up being super random <laughs> okay that's not exactly the story that i've been told but if you really want to move on we can but i i thought it would be something nice to share with our community do you really think that would be nice to share with the community <laughs> well <laughs> it'd be very nice for me um i don't think it would be quite as nice for you but we can start at the let we can give some backstory and then you can kind of roll into it if that would make you feel more comfortable yeah 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 just buy me dinner before you stick it in all right <laughs> So last night we went to uh, Magic City to for to, for Jason's bachelor party. Um, thank you to our illustrious host uh, Decatur Dan, who really had us. I mean, he had us in the basement um, watching eyelashes get put on. Jason's getting pitched podcasts by waitresses. This is this is life. Really was a movie yeah. Last and if night. and if you're one of, if you're in my close friends and you didn't get invited, I just want to let you know this was not an actual bachelor party. This was just I happened to be in Atlanta on a Monday with the night off. So you know, a couple of homies came mm -hmm. through. It wasn't it wasn't a whole thing. So if you got left out, you know. I guess do better next year or do better next wedding. <laughs> next next year. We're doing this yearly. My money is up. Uh so we we went we went to Magic City. Yeah, my City. chick, she's like, "Hey, have a good time in Magic City. Don't text me, like don't be on your phone. I want you to live in the moment and you're not allowed to get your dick sucked. Have a great night, baby." <laughs> uh well, I mean, that's a fair text, I think, but it is. I over Overall, I mean, I left at one thirty, and uh, I had a great time. Um, and unfortunately, my that's when it, that's when it first that's when it started popping off, though. Well, my pants smell like hookah, so it was time for me to go. Um, <laughs> but that's just, that's just me. I had done everything I needed to. I I drank fifteen. I wish my fucking pants smelled like hookah. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> my, my my I drank fifteen tiny Fiji waters. Um, I spent two hundred dollars. Weren't you ex weren't you excited to see that they carried Fiji and not some not yeah. some Deer Creek yeah, shit? Yeah, I was surprised they didn't have some Deer Park. But I also I Deer Park. Sorry, J Jason got Deer Park is the Ivy Park of water. Real shit. J they got dr they got dropped. Uh, Jason um, received, of course, um, several lap dances uh, from um, the employees there. I opted to do something a little different that I'd never seen. <laughs> in the strip club before um and for 10 minutes per song you can receive a nice shoulder and neck massage um ten dollars per song ten dollars per song not erotic in any way just i had a I had a kind of a troublesome knot in my left kind of left shoulder area from bench pressing yeah. yesterday and i gotta say she worked it out um and i you if you've never gotten a massage while in a strip club 
listening to March Madness, um, then I, 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 you know, I do recommend it. I, I do recommend. Yeah, it. it was it was my first time in fucking Magic City, believe it or not. And yeah, Chris really was the the Smithers in the strip club Simpsons meme of you know girls trying to rub their ass and pussy on him, and he said, no, no, no. I have a little problem area in the back of my left shoulder. I was doing these <laughs> Bulgarian split squats, and it's giving me a little issue. If you wouldn't, no, put your put your pants back on, sweetie. I didn't say that. She, I didn't say anything like that. I just Dan, Dan <laughs> politely. I said, Dan, I'm interested in this. Dan went and tracked everything down, made it happen for me, um, and it it felt great. But yeah, you. Speaking of March Madness, it was nice being in Magic City and listening to proper magic city music like no weird shit no bullshit no new goofy music it was just tried and true strip club classics yeah. it just it was nice it was good to see it. hearing hearing young jeezy at that volume if that doesn't make you want to pull out your gun i don't know what does i mean that is really it, it's it's okay, something thank you it's something that gets me inspired. They did play that little Uzi song that, uh, and then they cut out of it quickly because obviously the dancers couldn't move to that. Well, no, he he played he played it. That's not. And then I started dancing real extra fast, and then he did a rewind and started over again. We're talking about Lil Uzi, I just want to rock, where it's like a very fast kind of like a yes. Jersey club beat. Yes, yes, yes. And I was getting, I was going like Superman high. I was robocopping. I was doing the like the horizontal speed Dougie. I was doing all these moves and then I think the DJ saw me and then quickly mixed out of it yeah, because it was like, bad for he was, just the energy of the club. These turned up white boys are getting too crazy over there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think having Dan and Jermaine, two uh, locals that are seasoned, um, really made the experience like what we needed. I, I think if we would have gone in there blind, it, it could have it could have ended badly. We needed a Sherpa. We needed a guide. You know, it was it was just like when I go on some one of my foodie tours in Mexico City. Like without them, uh, we're gonna get taken advantage of. You know. Yeah, you're gonna overpay for that that taco. That's for my torta. Taco. Um, but how? So I left. You guys uh, stayed. Um, I it was the third bottle of Casamigos in our um, kind of <laughs> plexiglass walled jail like section. Mm -hmm. And was the, do you think that was the last bottle or do you think those kept coming? Well, I mean, we literally stayed until the song ended, the last song. <laughs> like, we, we shut down Magic City. What? We stayed to the end. <laughs> you st <laughs> Who else was left? I, I guess everybody but you. I don't even know. I honestly I don't even know how I got home. But was it packed at the end or you don't remember? No, it was no, like at the end it was like when when you go to a them jeans DJ set and they're like one more song. Oh, it's so good. I don't want it to end. It was like that. I was like it's the very first time okay. in so long where I've been in the club and the music ended and I was like I don't want this to end. Well, I was having too much fun. I also like to mention that you were absolutely twisted. Um, so I, I don't, I mean, that probably has something to Me. do with it. Yeah. That probably has something to do with it because I want to, um, did you have, did you end up having some wings? No, I didn't have, okay, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm glad I didn't have wings. So I didn't wake up with fucking hot lemon pepper breath. Yeah, I'm sure you're, I'm sure your breath, I'm sure your breath smells great this morning. Just not like yeah, yeah. hot lemon pepper. Yeah. Since, since I didn't have any fried okra last night or catfish <laughs> nuggets, that, that was the only, yeah. My, oh, my breath is pristine don't thank, worry thank god but it could have been a lot worse like i was telling you guys in the group chat like if i had hit because like every single person in there like employees customers security guards 
guy taking out the trash, fry cook. Everybody had a blunt in their hand, lit or not lit, and they just were smoking it the entire time. Yeah, that's right. And it was so cool to see, and I somehow avoided smoking weed because, like I said, if I would have hit that fucking Benjamin, I would have been... <laughs> so fucking goofy crossfaded it would have been bad okay well i'm glad i'm glad you were able to i'm glad you were able to kind of keep it straight um and not deviate from the plan we got here with hard work and we're gonna make it through with hard work is what i told my team and it, and it worked That's, out okay mark Wahlberg. and so but but oh, yeah i did have 1100 shots of they don't call it casamigos reposado tequila they just call it Casa Repo. Okay, Casa Repo. I mean, that's a nice short form. That feels good to me. Uh, yeah, it does. But like when you, it's nice being in a place that sells so much alcohol that they have to like develop shorthand words for specific mm -hmm. brands and, and mm -hmm. styles of alcohol. It's, it's cool to see. I, I, yeah, I will say it was nice to be in a place where people weren't, you know, for a change. I wasn't hearing the word wellness, <laughs> you know. It was more about hedonism and just kind of guys spending money women spending money people drinking people smoking people eating you know it wasn't there was there wasn't an ounce of i, I was the biggest loser in there which you know happens to me often yeah but i do think and we're not that, talking about weight loss journey no 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 i but i didn't at least i felt like i didn't look like a cop as much as i thought i would um so that that worked in my favor well when we showed up there was those three like old undercover guys and you were like oh thank god i'm not the only fucking i'm not gonna be <laughs> thank god the one and then they, they, got they left they... and got an uber and left before we went inside and you said oh no no -uh. i'm back to being public enemy number one but it, it was nice to see any business whether or not you're selling pussy or selling fucking ginger shots or matcha turmeric tonics just to see a well-run business. Yeah, pro. Just th pro. perfectly Oiled. thrive. Like, these hoes ran that shit like the Navy. Like, every single element was so dialed in. The customer service from the guy who was fucking checking to see if there was a fucking nine in, in, hidden between my ass cheeks. The fucking guy in the parking lot to the last woman that helped me out. Every single person was such a pro. So nice. And just great customer service. It was beautiful to see. And they can smoke more than you and they, they, at work. So oh that's something to think about, you know? Yeah. They, and they can, like, people that I dealt with all night, you know, like, would you like anything? Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Blah, blah, blah. And there's this and this. Would you like to go this? Just A plus customer service. And then, like, 45 minutes later, like, I'm going to rub my asshole on you for like three minutes just because. And then we go back to new, you know, can I get you something? Blah, blah, blah. And it all kind of flowed seamlessly. I was I was taken aback. I'm glad I'm glad that's what you were paying attention to because me as well. I, as a business mind, it's easy to focus in situations <laughs> like that. I can kind of block out the distractions um, and kind of just yeah, that's right, that's just right. focus on how much money is being made and kind of make some estimations. Um, but yeah, Jason feels like he got hit by a truck. Um, but I, you're you're operating. You seem okay. You don't you don't seem that bad. Well, right now I'm in that special stage of my hangover where I'm actively drinking coffee, and I have you know, you know when like some like you're watching a movie or like a like a reality show, and like somebody dies, and then they like come back to life real quick, and then they die again in like 45 seconds. That's where you're at. I'm in that stage where like where like I'm moving around, but like I'm. I'm like technically dead, mm. like in the eyes of the government and, mm. and the in the medical field, I'm technically dead, but I'm flailing my arms around, I'm doing jumping jacks, I'm moving around, and it'll, around like noon, or I guess I was going to say around noon, which is in three minutes, but yeah, so in three minutes, 
my balloon will deflate and then I'll start kind okay. of, you know, crying and stuff. Well, luckily we have a busy week, so you don't really have an opportunity. To, I think that could help you. You don't have an opportunity to wallow in self-pity. You have to just kind of keep grinding. And I think that's better. Yeah. I think that's better because if you give yourself too much. Yeah, failure is not an option. Just like my municipal workout clothing. Hell yeah. Um, we do have a guest today. Um, an OG, a legend, uh, Albert Hammond Jr. You know him from The Strokes. Uh, his new album, uh, his solo, new solo album, Melodies on Hiatus. Um, nine songs actually came out today. It's got a bunch of, uh, it's, it's a double album, I believe. Um, and it's good. All, all of Albert's stuff is... All of Albert's stuff is good. His solo shit has always been good. He got slaps. I've never talked to him about seeing him at Soul Cycle in a full Adidas tracksuit, uh, but that's something that's going to come up today. Um, and he also, it looks like he's got a hard seltzer out there, um, which I'm very interested so in. So much to talk about. Jetway. I'm interested to see what the deal is with that. But yeah, let's uh, let, let's tap in with Albert and see what's really good. Yeah, and if you came here because you like the strokes and you've never heard of us, we apologize for the last 15 minutes. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are... So many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. That's a good one. 
You never heard that one? No. Damn. No. We haven't even started yet, and we're already we're already getting <laughs> off to oh, a great get ready, get ready. The metaphor king. Yeah, I think somebody told me that when I was a kid because I wasn't squeaky enough. That sounds like something you'd hear as a kid. This, this man needs some grease. This man needs a little grease. <laughs> if you don't get greasier, you're going to be a failure in life. And they meant the movie. If you don't memorize the film Grease, <laughs> yeah, classic. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, let us know whenever you're ready, Albert. I was technically ready when I was brushing my teeth, so yeah, I'm I'm good to go now. Oh, okay, interesting. All right, <laughs> damn. He said he said I'm here, bitch. Uh, where are you where are you come? Are you in L.A. Are you in New York? Where do you where are you? I'm in L.A. I live I live in Los Angeles. What part of What part of town are you in, Chief? Uh, right now I'm in Eagle Rock, where my studio is. I live in the Hollywood Hills. Ooh. That's a little bit of a commute, <laughs> I got to say. I, I don't really like going to Eagle Rock, if I'm being honest. No, from the hills, you take the 134 over, it's 11 minutes, right, Albert? I mean, it's probably a little <laughs> longer than 11 minutes, but uh, but you are correct. We don't need your honesty right now. Just help me out here. Just work with me, bro. I'm, I'm trying to help you out. Okay, so Eagle Rock, are we hitting Bub and Grandma's? Are we hitting Oinkster? What's going on? Uh, no, we're not. We're not going to any of those places. No, my man. <laughs> I know those places. Albert, this is this brings up this brings up an important discussion we've had on the show because I recently went to Dunsmore, which is in that neighborhood. Um, I don't know if you've been there or not, but I had a very tough experience there, and I've kind of written off Eagle Rock as a dining destination. Um, I've said I'm all. I'm all set. It's funny that it that it it duns more in the name, but <laughs> they did it to themselves. Like, you want more? No, I'm done. No, I'm done. They, duns more, man. They did it to themselves. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that looks too heavy, though. I yeah, I mean that's kind of the thing. It's a little too. It's a little too much, and I don't eat like that either. Really, I try to. I try to keep it pretty tight myself. But if I'm gonna splash out, it ain't gonna be on 1800s pigeon. You know, it's gonna be kind of a pizza. <laughs> A pizza or something normal. You definitely, know, I, I can't. definitely. If I'm going to eat heavy foods, it'll probably be like a really good pizza or like, you know, some kind of burger. Not like, yeah. not that stuff for sure. Just a simple guy. Yeah. A simple guy. I don't need like potatoes cooked in like duck fat. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> potatoes are delicious. You don't need duck fat. They're amazing. That's a, that's Just, a really, that's a really, that's a really good point, actually. I, damn, I Albert, has anybody approached you for a, a sub stack about, uh, your, you know, <laughs> philosophies of food eating? Because so far I'm liking this and I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> it really does sound like you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I know it does. I, even, that's why even, I felt Even the, the way you phrased it, you were like, has anyone approached you? Oh, um, <laughs> Many approached. people have approached me. I just I get approached on the street. Many people have notoriously hit you up over the years. Albert, music stuff is great, but you got to get the Substack going. You're you're leaving money on the table oh. is what they're telling yeah, you. You're yeah, you're leaving money on the table. You got you got mouths to feed. It's just something you should think about. No, that I only said that yeah. because I I do come off with a sarcastic monotone tone, and I just wanted to let you know that it's it's not sarcasm. I, I don't even know if I can believe you after you're saying that now. So that somehow made you yeah, that somehow made it worse. Jason's actually. digging himself into <laughs> yes, a hole, but Albert, let me vouch for him when I say that Jason is a, a bona fide food lover and and i would say expert home cook um so these thoughts are genuinely interesting to him oh great yeah that's oh, great i mean I, I i can vouch i mean i then in that case yeah i just i just uh i cook a lot myself and i just when you get good ingredients and you just use good salt you don't need much stuff and so like i get a little annoyed when i go places and 
Right. I'm not a sauce person, you know. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> not to not to bring up Bourdain, but I, when I was younger, I mean, not, I mean, not that much younger, but I would like sort of like later in life, and he would talk about just like I'm not into cooking or anything crazy. I just like making like my daughter like a simple, you know, like a simple like one ingredient pasta or like a peanut butter and jelly, whatever, like things like that, and where it's like all technique based. I think once you get a little bit older, like once you're in your 40s and you've really kind of done it all and and seen it all with the fucking caviar and then the blah 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 shit you just want to have like like you said like just get like a great tomato and some good salt and like that's truly you you can't really get better than that you can't no i mean they're really good restaurants that's usually what makes them great is that they know how to uh, i like how we're just diving deep into uh, I, I, I can get pretty dorky. We do it all, Albert. I can get pretty dorky when it comes to like food and welcome to my exercises. welcome to my life. Do you have do you have a do you have a house account? Do you have a house account <laughs> at Cookbook? I uh, well no because I don't I don't I don't live here so I don't like do oh got it like like it's more like a it's like I just did a studio here now trying to have like a writing space. I have a daughter and trying to have a writing space and I was trying to write with other people and so I thought. I would get a, a a little house and it'd be a cool place for people to come over and we could write in the living room and then go into the studio. It's like a demo studio space, but it's just, I'm just kind of trying, trying it out for a year or two. I could practice here just because at home, the way my house is set up, it's, uh, you can't really. <laughs> There's no room to rock. Is that what you're saying? There's yeah. no room to rock. <laughs> well, no, you just can't. It's just like kind of like an open space house. So yeah, yeah, sure. So your, your house is great for living bad for recording music is what you're saying. Well, bad for anything with music, not even recording. Just, you know, you can't, he can't even listen to music in there, Jason. He can barely turn. He doesn't, <laughs> yeah. the Sonos doesn't yeah. even come on. The acoustics are wrong. <laughs> so you don't even you don't even have a jack off hi fi sound system in your living room then? I have uh no, you know that's the one thing <laughs> well. in this in this move. I didn't like I don't have a crazy sound system. I have this house was cool. The living room has like a projector. Mm hmm And so like but yeah, I don't have it I, when I lived upstate in New York I had a better setup for for music right now i don't have a great setup for listening to music what is this so this mm -hmm. this studio is like a the studio is a house so does it have a kitchen in it is it set up like truly like a house and you've just repurposed it it's it's a house it's a house with a little guest uh, with, a, with a little guest house in the back that used to be the garage and the guest house in the back is the studio and the house is just a house but i like i like i like making music in just in a house so you know you get light it's just more more relaxing it doesn't feel like you're i'm kind of tired of being in a dark space mm -hmm. <laughs> in a hole yeah i wanted to you know this is this is a bone this is a bone i have to pick with recording studios obviously i'm not spending as much time in them as you are um but i mean is it an acoustics issue is that why no studio gets natural light i, I really mean, you, need to understand you can this. i think it's hard with sound sometimes because where can you go yeah. my my studio upstate had amazing natural light but i I, I didn't have any neighbors. I could play at any hour of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's more to do with more to do with sound. Uh, it's nice to have the mixture, though, especially the demo. Like when you're writing and creating a demo, like it's just about vibe. So you're just you have a space, a living room that has kind of energy that you know makes people relax, and you start chatting, and then you can go to the studio and the mm -hmm. cool little toys in there, and you can like play around with yeah I, I don't i don't i mean i do know but i don't know how to like 
phrase it. I, I just like having different some separation rooms yeah. like yeah. to get away. Yeah. yeah, like so like let's say you're working in there for an hour or two and it's going cool, but you want to break, you don't break in there. Oh, I see. Sure, like, sure. Yeah. The air gets yeah. stale. You come yeah. back in the house and like, you know, it feels like a home and you can just like build a puzzle or whatever and then you go back. And it, and also it, it's nice because you, you you said you've got a kid. You are you married as well? I am, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's probably been a while since you've been hanging out in the living room and been able to say, like, hey, this is going well. Do you wanna go into the other room and kinda <laughs> See what happens, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's, I mean, that's, I just got something I want to show you in here. That's amazing. <laughs> Why don't I we go see if we can lay something, something, lay something down. Who knows? It's, I'm a vibes guy. I'm a vibes guy. This The the, the separation is, is smart, though, but I, I think that the, yeah, I've all, every recording studio I've ever been in has always been a little bit depressing to me. Yeah, it um, can be. Because of the lack of light you know the lack of light but i see what you mean though about the pressure as well because it's like when you're in there and you're looking at a you know giant board and there's engineers sitting there waiting on you to tell them what to do i'm sure it feels a little more pressurized than just sitting in the living room with a guitar uh, well it's just so funny it's like the joke I, I always see them on on instagram but like before you hit record you know you just feel like you're playing you feel so good and as soon as someone hits record like everything you hit sounds like you're just like not hitting it right you're like you feel like you're off time. It's a little off, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a little off. No, I mean, and and that's also, I mean, I'm, obviously you've you've done a lot of recording sessions, but you've done just as many interviews, and it's the same thing where it's like, as soon as you stop recording and the interview's over, that's when everyone starts getting really comfortable saying the cool stuff and being vulnerable and interesting before and after you're recording always. That's also just, I feel like, you know, today's environment doesn't really lead to people being interesting they just you know <laughs> yeah no, they, they just they just need to be you know like fit in a very small they need to be hot box. don't worry america's still built on that <laughs> yeah back in the day it was like you used to need to be interesting and now it's like i just need to not get canceled and it's a success <laughs> exactly yeah 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 home run well yeah but it's just kind of like i feel like sometimes you know people if you're just talking and you want to be free you say some things you don't know, you're not, not thinking of, and your your mind, you 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 know, you change your mind, or like it, I don't mean like aggressive, mean thoughts. You're just like yeah. talking out loud, like when you're talking with friends, and you're like, oh shit, I didn't mean it like that. And so when you to create those kinds of things, it's just not. Um, I don't know. When I watch old interviews with artists, it just it seemed it seemed different. You know, they could just kind of like. I think it was. Yeah. I, well, I think it. I think that it was just like it really felt more conversational. Is is the reality? I, I think it wasn't like. I think there was a lot less of kind of the you know rehearsed talking points that ah, had to be nailed. Yeah, is the you know I, that's what I think. It, Especially it is on now. talk shows, right? Because you would have everyone hanging out, and it would be like less about promoting. Sure, they were on promoting something. Yes, but they might not even talk about it yeah. because. I don't know. Someone made a joke and it led to somewhere else. And yeah, you yeah. Know. I mean, if I get invited to the couch, if I get invited to the couch, I ain't talking about my album. That's the fucking show. <laughs> but all, yeah, back back in the day, you're watching an interview in the '70s or even the '80s or '90s. People are smoking cigarettes, saying whatever, blah blah blah. This is before people had media training and had like people on their team that told them how to answer questions. And it was just like, just just be yourself. If you're good at talking, then we're then that's all we need. Just be good at talking. If you're good at talking. <laughs> Some people are good, though. Some people are not good. And that still comes out uh, regardless of me. So, uh, Albert, over over in Eagle Rock, have any of the kind of millennial parents with two kids that are in like the, 
the liberal arts daycare center have they picked up on the fact that albert hammond is living in their neighborhood and recording music every day like oh have you gonna nail down a sick one today buddy sounding good <laughs> i actually have a really amazing i'm on a really amazing street it, it looks like it feels like back to the future yeah this 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 street okay so we're above colorado is what we're saying love it <laughs> actually <laughs> below but 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 still i mean yes above colorado it's funny how it's it's funny it's it's funny how where no one um like anywhere in the world as soon as you go up just a little bit of a hill the neighborhoods are always different right even in this small yeah off Colorado like we're talking about a block difference mm -hmm. and you're like oh this neighborhood looks like someone put more money into it <laughs> yeah. damn maybe I haven't been up there because I've only seen Eagle Rock looking dusty so maybe there's a maybe there's a I gotta change my view no 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 Chris there's there's parts of Eagle Rock by the by the college by Occidental College there's beautiful old houses big properties it's really nice yeah there's some amazing old old houses up there damn um, who knew okay well it's definitely it's definitely not I mean there are dusty areas sure <laughs> <laughs> there are dusty, dusty areas I'm not gonna that's a good you know yeah, what I mean I, 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 the I, dust I, rolls down the hill are you hill. sure you want to go in that neighborhood <laughs> are you sure you want to go over there I don't I don't I don't like getting car washes once a week you know so it, got, it gets a little rough for but, me if I, but, if I go over there but no, my neighbors. It's not my favorite. There's actually a few, a few. No, there's a few neighbors here who play music. I like ask them about how they soundproofed their oh. rooms back there. I, you know, like I don't talk to them that much because I'm I come in and out. So like now that I've been here for so long, I've I've met more of them because. But it's not like um, mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't see them, but I don't see them that much. But they all have kids. It's really it's really like a uh, no. It's a beautiful community of like hey like you're you're also rich and make music and you have a kid let's hang out this is perfect what, you, you want to go to the farmer's market <laughs> i have a bunch of oranges if you guys need it we have so many lemons if you guys want one i don't know if it's like that but that's jason's favorite thing to do in his neighborhood jason i'll come over to record at jason's house and he gives me a bag of lemons that his neighbors have given him yeah, you say it like it's a bad thing right yeah i don't know why is that a bad okay, thing? But, Chris, both I, you got, okay the amount of lemon i'm squeezing over my whole grilled branzino i need this <laughs> Uh, Albert doesn't know this about me, but I don't cook and I don't use lemon. I wouldn't have any reason to use a lemon, so it's him offloading extra supply on uh, me, uh, and it's it feels it feels pointed. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that that just seems like he's just being a dick about it. No, that makes sense. Exactly, it's a, it's a classic regal. But also, Chris, you have a you have a life partner. And nobody loves a bowl full of lemons more than a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Just any girlfriend. That, I mean that. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it does look nice, and it brings some nice color to the kitchen because we our kitchen's a little stoic in with the remodel. You, you know how it is. <laughs> where do you guys? Where Where are you guys? Uh, I'm in West Hollywood and and New York, and Jason's in Glendale. Yeah, we're 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 practically neighbors. Oh, nice. Um, but but we're at, we're in Atlanta right now. We're doing a we're doing a show tomorrow. So, uh, we actually went to Magic City last night, and I'm kind of nursing a hangover at the moment. Chris is sober, so not so much for him. Have you been to Magic City, Albert? No, that doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? What do you mean a show? We we do we do live podcasts, live podcast shows. Oh. Yeah. So when oh, we're when we're fun. in New York, we do like Bowery Ballroom, uh, stuff like that for like a live podcast. Wow. So it's like a wow. It's like a people come to watch the same way they'd listen to the show. Yeah. 
It's yeah, it's the same way you do it, bro. But it's just like it's it's less it's less than a hundred thousand people, and it's not in Brazil. So it's it's the same kind of setup. Our line checks are faster than yours, but same exact thing <laughs> yeah. every other way. You guys, yeah, they try to get us to come in for sound check, and we're like, we're not coming in for sound check, bro. We we got we need two mics and two stools. Just kind of, we'll be there thirty minutes before the doors open. I don't I don't even come in for sound check. <laughs> oh really, my man? <laughs> I mean, I mean, in my in in the solo band for sure, but in the strokes, no. But why do I need a sound check? I rehearsed. They have they have everything dialed in. The front of the house has recorded from the last time they can go unless you're trying to figure a new song out or like something's up or something's wrong or so 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 front of house they'll have they'll have the settings saved on the console from the last time you played oh for sure but what they also have is every night gets recorded so they just play back the night before um out of the speakers and so they can kind of gauge what it would sound like for them and oh my it, god in-ear monitors don't really change when you have a when you've been doing a bunch of shows it might be little tweaks but yeah it's not like it, I mean, it, honestly, it's soundcheck is more for, you know, wanting to run through something that didn't, you know, either go well or wanting to like learn something new or if you haven't played in a long time and you just want to like get your bearings. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. That, that's interesting. I I did not know that was like a thing, but it does make total sense. It's like a. I mean, it just it makes touring. It's just if you went every day. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice ritual. I'm not saying that, but it's a nice ritual. But it's, but sometimes it's also nice to not have yeah, to you don't need to be there four hours early well it just divides divides your day mm -hmm. and once once yeah, you get yeah. to your level when you can afford to have like guitar techs and drum techs and everything like that's literally what their job is yeah i mean it's definitely not like that when i go on tour when i go on tour i'm probably a little different i'm probably there before <laughs> the, the people who run the i probably just driven 10 hours show up lo load everything in set it up do a full like okay well check. okay this doesn't make sense though but why why do you do that though because you can afford to not do that right is it is it like no are you larping as an indie musician is it cosplay i can barely afford to 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 tour i don't i feel like there's a there's like a weird yeah, uh, perception of yeah it. no i know what like, you mean you know like but it well because you because it's separate it's a different thing and it's like a full band i mean i'm sure you know it's a whole different I actually operation shrunk the band so you have I to treat the it. band on this album we're only doing a three-piece with tracks just to be able to make it a little more affordable to tour and because the album's like kind of like a deconstruction mm. of a band yeah. and it's just like it was made with three people and it was drum machines it just felt like it matched the the aesthetic yeah but i mean I, like i know that you guys you know when you're touring just the solo stuff it's different but like just in terms of like your own i'm just putting it in terms of us where like we do these live podcast shows but we like fly in, we stay at a nice hotel. We kind of like we're kind of doing it to break even because it's not really like our money maker thing. It's just like a thing that we do. I mean, we do make money, but it's like we could be slumming it and driving and renting a van and blah blah blah. But we choose not to just because we have other revenue streams, I guess. But I don't make money touring my solo yeah, act at yeah. all. If anything, I yeah. always lose big. <laughs> my point is, my point lose is, big. you do make money touring with the strokes though of course yes <laughs> and you could use that money to buy nice hotels i mean they sure but there's also like you know he's like these guys bro these guys are, these guys are hired i can't you know you put everybody at the four seasons all of a sudden you're really taking a loss i mean you know it's not worth it you're crazy the loss we have <laughs> at the low level you're crazy if we if, if i did if i did that i wouldn't uh 
No, I mean, it's, it's, you still have to fit, I still think I, you have to fit what you do with where you're at. I think it, it makes sense. Yeah. If not, yeah. it becomes a little, it feels a little ridiculous. You're in a tour bus and you're like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not playing shows to do it. I, I, I mean, I don't want to do that. I want to do it to what, what level it's at. If it grew to it and it could do it, yeah, of course. Awesome. But I appreciate, I appreciate this. I think this is the smarter way to do it. Obviously, financially, but also just like it keeps it all in perspective of what's actually happening. And it feels truly separate, which is probably something you want. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. the The two lives are are so different. It's pretty crazy. I was telling someone the other day just to like travel and just show up to the venue and play and then leave. Yeah, <laughs> I, and then and then you and then you go on your own thing and you're just like every every moment of the day is consumed by doing something for that yeah I, i'm thing. I'm just wondering how, a moment where you're like you're how many back. times when you're like loading in the fourth road gear case into like some fucking piss-stained backstage indie venue and you just fucking flew in on the private jet for the celine party the day before you're like what are we doing here you know like does that ever cross your mind <laughs> i mean i didn't fly in for the celine party on a private jet <laughs> but uh <laughs> No, it's, I mean... Metaphorically speaking, of course. Does it, I mean, it's it, It's funny to think about, but it doesn't cross my mind, like, change how something feels, because yeah, there's a lot of things I love and what who I am and what I do and the music and all this, so it's like, that will always... I never, like, finish playing a show and, and think that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. That's great. After this long of making music, that's a great, that's a great thing to possess. Because I think a lot of people can't can't couldn't do what you're doing, you know. Like it's it's a there's a lot of output, but it's also like you know it's physically taxing. It's like, do I need to do this? Is the question. But you're saying I feel compelled. I want to do it, so I just do it. I mean, you could look at anything in life and say, do I need to do this? I mean, if you go you go dark pretty fast, you even need. I to do. Be there, I do every no? day. I Albert, do every you're talking day to a couple tough. people who you. do a podcast. We know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Yeah, you don't. You know, you you think your life you think your life is hard. Try being a podcaster. Okay, <laughs> let's not. You don't. You don't want. You don't want this on your shoulders. It's the, it's the most. I didn't. Say my life is hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, no, bro, I think I think life in general is, you know, it sure is hard. Even when you when you're when you have amazing things happen to you, there's definitely like, you know, there's always there's always challenges and yeah, and everything and everything you do or like things you need to learn or yeah, figure out your your life is great and beautiful and amazing but one pitchfork review can bring you crashing down you know what i mean it, it can bring anybody yeah it can bring anybody to their anybody to their knees <laughs> anybody to their knees it's so funny how that works i know you could have you could have every you could have everyone say how much they like something and then one person says something and you get and you get stuck i mean it's it's hard reviews from journalists are kind of like they can be funny or you just don't read them what's hard is like when there's a when there's hate from people who who purposely tag you or they go on like your Instagram, it seems almost unnecessary to oh yeah like have your have your opinion hate me, but you have to tag me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro talk all the shit you want in hopes I and 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 hopes I see how much you hate me that's the thing they they want to they want to respond and then and then and then they're the and then they're the probably the most sensitive ones who are like you know getting bullied or don't like other people for doing stuff it's it's pretty funny the that that duality if somebody was like i need to 
I need to wake up this morning, have a nice pour over coffee, and then tell Albert Hammond Jr. he's ugly and stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, you know, what, like, yeah, how does dude. that, you know, and like, then if you're like, doing? no, you're the one who's ugly and stupid, and then, you know, they're going to be, you know, they're going to go on life support after that. <laughs> we, we get a stereo gum story. While, while, we, while I have you, while I have you on the pod, having just gone to Magic City, a strip club last night, I, it would be oh, yes, a shame not to tell the story. No, no, I know that you know place. The, you know the place. With uh, older strippers. No, that's the Claremont. <laughs> that's the Claremont. You're, uh, you're thinking of the Claremont. That's the Claremont. This this is Magic City. It's kind of like a like like every rapper in the last 15, 20 years has like gone there and has a song about it. It's like It's kind of like Mecca for like, strip clubs in in america it's like it's like on the top it's called of the magic top city yeah it's considered it's, it's considered it's known kind of the for, best. for being popular on a monday night yes yeah, so, yeah exactly okay in atlanta it's not coming up on my on my maps i want to see this place <laughs> You're like it's not, it's not coming up to my saved places history i don't know what's I going know, on it's, i feel like i'm like i'm talking to my grandma with her ipad like it's not coming up i'm trying to i'm google i'm, I'm looking for it on yelp um <laughs> but all all that is to say I I'm glad that you and I are talking because in 2001, when the Strokes kind of first surfaced into the world and and grew in popularity, was when I was you know in prime stroking age. I was 21 and you guys were a few years older probably. But um, I went to Las Vegas with a group of friends and we were all sort of dressing like the Strokes in order to try and have sex with girls that like the Strokes and it did work, but. <laughs> We, we went to the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas, like early 2000s. I'm sure you've been, you know, it was it was like prime zone, like Entourage was on TV as a whole thing. And a group of people thought that my friends and I were the Strokes because you guys, I think, were sort of in town around the same time and, and doing a show there. And we sort of went along with it and we went to deja vu a strip club in vegas <laughs> uh full full ride full scholarship not full like scholarship. a limo picked us up from the hard rock and took us there and in the limo we all whispered to each other and assigned each person like okay you're julian you're the short ugly guy so you're the manager <laughs> you're the but you know everyone had their role and we all stuck with it and we ran up, you know, I don't know, 20 grand at, at Deja Vu and then ran out at like seven in the morning. Wait, for real? <laughs> this is all real. Yes. Oh wait, wait, for real. <laughs> <laughs> this shows more about the gullibility of employees, in my opinion. I don't think anyone's at fault here necessarily. This is a victimless crime, I feel like. I'm just, I'm no, I'm just more impressed that, uh, I don't know, just like I couldn't... Uh, <laughs> I think I'd be too nervous to do something like that. Yeah, I would too. I couldn't do it either. No, I'm I'm impressed. I couldn't do it either. I'm impressed. It's it's a perfect blend. I mean, I'm both of you can relate to this. The perfect blend of cocaine, being 21, and alcohol all in your system where you're like, I can do anything. This is all going to work out. You know what I mean? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. You're on the top of the mountain. <laughs> you're on the top of the mountain. I that is a classic Jason story. Yeah, though. I mean, like I'm I'm inside the strip club and I'm like, yeah, my name is Julian Casablancas. What's up, guys? And then like five <laughs> seconds later, I'm in like the handicap stall licking a plastic bag. <laughs> And I come back. I'm like, "What's up, guys? Did I miss anything?" <laughs> this, is, this is the best party I've ever been. This is the best party I've ever been to. Damn. Anyway, like I said, oh man, that's an amazing story, though. I hope Deja Vu doesn't reach out to you. I think I'm 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 past the statute of limitations. I think I went back maybe like a, like 
I don't know, ten years after Have that. Have you been to Vegas? Yeah, we we I went to yeah, Deja. Yeah, all the all the strippers that were working there at the time are all have all passed. So I'm I think I'm fine. But yeah, yeah, you're. Um, no, I went back there like ten years later, and there were a couple people working there that were giving me a little bit of a side eye look, and I got paranoid, but n- nothing happened. Nobody like nobody, nobody cut one of my fingers off with a. That was just the coke you were on. You got you got a little paranoid. Yeah, it's so coke. yeah, it's so weird that he got paranoid at a strip club on. Does coke. cocaine make you paranoid? Heard, I didn't. I've know heard that. that before. I've heard that before. Uh, I wanted to talk about your your uh, seltzer. Okay, this is something that we we talk a lot about beverages on the show. This is not a joke. Yeah, we're in the DTC space as well. How some are necessary and some aren't. So, what led you to this kind of venture? Because I think it's an interesting play for you. I mean, it's it, like oh, all my ideas just they just start with like you just get. I just got excited about something that happened and i was just i was in i was in italy with a friend of mine and we were going we were going to go watch the moto gp and we um i'd never had an aperol spritz and and i don't know that it was a, such a special night and i was like oh man like i'm surprised no one's canned something like this it was like yeah. 2017 uh, like modernized it a little a little bit you know because it's like it's good but it's known as like your grandmother's drink mm. kind of thing over over there. A lot of sugar in it, kind of probably you know, too much chemical sugar, additives. Too yeah. much sugar for me. And so I was just like we start I just started for fun trying to figure out that world and it just failed in Europe. I failed to try to <laughs> do it in California and then I found the right person here somehow and like and like just put it together and just liked the idea I wasn't thinking of a of a seltzer to be honest. I was just thinking of a of a uh, of like an offshoot of a beer, almost like a yeah yeah shandy yeah. in my head. Like mm-hmm. like I I, I didn't I didn't want to call it anything. I just wanted to call it Jetway a uh, you know a modern beverage, a, a premium drink. Uh, but marketing people don't like that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and everyone no they, no, they don't no they don't everyone <laughs> everyone knows. Um, seltzers here, and so I just thought like oh well that could be kind of cool because it's like. Seltzers are fermented sugar cane, and so it's like that's like the bottom of the barrel, and this could be like the top version of it, something that pairs with food, with lifestyle, and then so then yeah, it became yeah. it became like oh cool, this brand could be a lifestyle brand, and I can make different, I can make other drinks, but I can make other things that I like myself, or things that I under underneath the same moniker, you could branch out. Yeah, I mean, I, I branch out. <laughs> it was just it's just fun. It's just yeah, it's just fun to to create and think of stuff, and so like you just get lost in in that. Really, it's tough though. I mean, part of me kind of wishes I had not got into it because it's so it's just very draining to run a business. Yeah, man. Look, being in a band and making music is much cooler than running a business. I don't have to tell you that. Do you, Albert? Do you want us to help run your seltzer brand? <laughs> I'm actually looking for people right now, investors to. Uh, to help me with doing some stuff like that and like also just see if i can pivot some some new ideas but uh i I mean i appreciate the offer (laughs) yeah yeah well we we have no money to invest but i will do some creative services pro bono of course just for the love of the game jason's a sweat equity guy he's a sweat equity guy yeah and we could do you know figure something out for the influencer rate i'll post it on my stories or i don't know we can kind of talk after about money for the love of the game (laughs) for the love of the 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 game no i like it i like it yeah I'm, i'm actually um i'm actually getting married in italy in a few weeks and maybe I'll uh, I'll pick up some jetways, head them over there. Oh, I was gonna say there's no jetway in 
in in Italy. That's nice. Congratulations. Grazie. <laughs> we're excited. We're yeah, we're excited. Yeah, I'm. I'm the 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 bummer part is, I'm uh I I used to be like a professional DJ, so I'm I'm I can't DJ my own wedding, so I'm going to pre-record in Ableton Live like a four-hour dj mix the the perfect dj mix for a wedding isn't, isn't that what djs do great point this is my argument <laughs> yeah, exactly. well i mean this is what i would do if i was dj i'm not gonna learn a new craft uh just to yeah well i mean what you would do is you would hire a dj to dj your wedding but as a virgo perfectionist whatever person nobody can do it except for me so i have to i mean do you really want to hire someone else to create a vibe that you feel like you can do, I don't know. That that sounds. No, I don't, Albert. No, you make a good point. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like there's better money spent somewhere else. You know? That's true. Yeah, Diplo doesn't need another hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm gonna take this money, and that's gonna go towards my charcuterie uh, yeah, platter. Diplo did come in a little high for Jason's the wedding. The tablescaping, so but Diplo always comes in high. There will be multiple stroke songs on the, on the playlist. Oh, great! Yeah, he he always comes in high. But yeah, there will be multiple. So yeah, that's great. Have you ever? Have you guys ever? got uh, a fat check to play somebody's private wedding or a private party uh we have not we've come close once it was uh i was excited to do it but we have not i prefer okay. I, I think the live band at a wedding is is a, a, a can be a tough sell you know because i think people really want to hear the hits of course i think it would be you know it's very specific to who you know a you have to have money <laughs> and then b you have to have had a moment with a certain band that you want there, and I think the band just comes and does like, yeah, a it's, it's five thing. songs. You know, it's so five it's songs. Just, you get out. I think yeah, it's yeah, more yeah, just yeah. yeah. You come and do five songs, and it's like, whoa, this guy brought in like a band, and then you have a DJ, DJ doing the wedding songs. So it's less of like doing okay. a show, and it's more so. Like, so it's more it's more Celine party when you guys are getting the check for doing something like that. Then it's a pop. It's a pop in. It's not you're not taking over the night. The DJ still has to play, you know, fucking Smokey Robinson or whatever. I mean, I definitely <laughs> there's no amount of money that they could pay me to become a wedding band if that's what you're asking. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've seen. No, some, I've uh, seen I would, some... it would literally have to be. It would literally have to be like I can never work again kind of money, and they would never do that because you can just hire a wedding band that'd probably do it better. But I wouldn't mm. like learn those songs just to play at someone's wedding well what if but there's there's somebody out there who is like hey albert i want you guys to play my wedding some type of musical iconic god to you you know like if what you know i don't know if david bowie were still alive and he's like hey i want you guys to play my wedding would you say no like just he wants to us to play our own songs at his wedding just show up play last night and we're done you know bowie wants it we love it i mean sure i guess so in the hypothetical world <laughs> you know why why not especially someone that you know i admire so much i imagine yeah everyone would be down now now my logistical brain's like well who's covering all the costs to get there <laughs> so is this plus plus david how does it work dave dave it's <laughs> albert how's this gonna work man because we got we have some we got some questions the celine show by the way though was was fun for for a corporate show there was some natural chaos that ensued that was like it was pretty cool but sorry go on and yeah you. I, I, I couldn't get my fucking girlfriend off stage. Yeah, that's, it was great. <laughs> Natural chaos. I like that. I like that's how you describe it. Well, I just my girlfriend drooling over you and your buddies is natural chaos. <laughs> well, no, I just there's something I, I don't know what it is. It's but you're it's right. Pretty special. Like this, something when the five of us are together, like the the universe like shows us little things. It's it's. I know that sounds silly, but it's like it's like we've unlocked something when the five of us. When we were young, I remember when we we were just together walking on the street. It just felt like 
something was different. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I mean, that's why you're still doing it. You know, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, we I, could, I, we I, could I, all agree so. that something's different. That's why we're all, that's why everybody's, <laughs> you know, that's why, that's why everybody still cares. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why you guys are fucking headlining festivals to this day. There's just some kind of weird magic when you guys are all together and it just drives people insane. If you're playing music or just walking down the sidewalk, like you said, it's a beautiful thing. How fast do you, how fast do you learn a song? Like is, is the, cause I, I, I know some people that can sit down and kind of do it so fast, but like, if you see, if you like, like in this wedding discussion, you know what I mean? If you had to learn a song, is it pretty, does it come pretty quick to you or uh, no, is it I'm like such a slow, I'm not a studio really musician. You wouldn't hire me to do that. Even when I'm creating, I'm creating it take a long time and I go through like terrible things to get to the things i want to get to so it's like sure sure sure, sure. <laughs> you know i i just awful mistakes it's things i'd be embarrassed about if i was learning a song yeah i mean i it just it would i'm, I'm definitely not quick even when i'm relearning stuff yeah yeah i wrote or just something that i played i still like go back and have to be like, okay, this is the set list. And sometimes I have to relearn parts. I don't remember. Yeah, because some people are just like, that's their gift. That's their gift, you know? And I think it's yeah, it's yeah. always blows my mind. I mean, yeah, it blows my mind. It blows I, my I mind. I smoke a lot when of weed, can... too. I get it, bro. <laughs> no, no, I have. I mean, I mean, Nick is definitely like that. Uh, this guy, Colin, who played on my uh, solo record, because it was me, Colin, and Gus who engineered and produced it. He's like that. He can just like like walk in the room and it's like play it play it once. All right, you just tell him the first chord and he goes. Yeah, he's got it. No problem. Was that B sharp minor? Boom, boom. Here we go. No, he won't even have his he won't even have his instrument. He can kind of <laughs> he kind of knows like certain interval changes Damn. that happen. I'm just like he what? can he can kind of hum this shit with no instrument and it's kind of good. It's fine. It's just like picking pick, picking it up. He also will just come up with like things sometimes he's just he's just an, an amazing he's like i learned your song and i made it better you're welcome yeah here you go i added i added some stuff i hope you like it i, I fixed your song i mean that's what you that's what you surround yourself with people who 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 do that you know that's that's the point is like you're even the people you pick around you are part of your aesthetic because they you're aware of your weaknesses or where like you could learn or where, where mm -hmm. someone could do something better than you can and then you you end up with something better in the end and that's always like no absolutely what you're trying I mean, to that's, do. The, that's literally the whole point if I you're mean, able to admit your weaknesses then yeah it's a beautiful thing <laughs> yeah i don't you don't have you don't have any weaknesses bro don't let him say that to you <laughs> don't let him do that uh is this now this this record's got a shitload of songs on it Yes, that's what they it's officially called the shitload of songs. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure that I'm sure I'm sure you've heard that from other people. But I like because today you you put out like nine. So I like I like this single is nine songs. I think this is a cool approach. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to I wanted to know what went into that because I think more people should do this. I think it's just like, yo, man, here it is. Like here's a, here's enough to get a real taste, a real taste, not a sample. I, I mean, we went over. People wanted to divide it into two records because there was like no one's people can't listen to like one thing and i was like yeah but it's just a collection of songs like whatever it'll take longer to digest and you'll like certain ones at first and then you'll like other ones later like you won't you won't know at first because you just you can only your you know your ear can only pay attention to so much so you end up falling in love with like yeah a few songs and then like years later you might listen to it again and be like i can't believe i didn't like this song <laughs> <laughs> um interesting way for people to consume to have like six weeks to 
hear and consume nine songs and then still have a whole other album to come out later yeah. that it would be it would you know it seemed like the best interesting way i mean the record isn't divided like when i did the album order and all that when i was making it i didn't think it was going to be 19 songs it wasn't the plan yeah and when i made the order it wasn't like oh this will come out first and this will come out second i just i just kind of like like when i make a set list or whatever i was trying to tell a story and have certain songs and then like saw other songs can palette cleanse and so you can hear a different mm -hmm. type of song and then they just happened to say they were going to do this and i was like well that's that's cool i was just it was hard for me because i didn't want it to be like a part one part two yeah because it's it's just one well that feels dramatic story <laughs> you know part one part two feels dramatic uh, and if, i mean if you feel like it's but that's how albums used to be a side and b side you know you would really split it up in two kind of movements almost yeah not yeah, always sure. but, but still i mean a lot of the where you play stuff on vinyl is for sound too like uh, the song the songs yeah. of the the first are better quality than the songs on the inside so oh i didn't know that really yeah, yeah. They, this i mean and now we're like we're we're streaming so like we're learning a whole new way to Put out songs i mean i could have probably just kept writing and just releasing every couple of weeks something something new something new we we just read recently that uh i mean like vinyl is obviously having a huge boom and like people are buying more vinyl than ever uh in you know in decades but 50 percent of vinyl buyers don't own a record player how do you feel about that my I favorite mean, it, stat it's it makes sense to me i i, I think having something that you can hold and and the artwork and look through and read it uh i don't know it makes it makes sense it's like a poster you can put it up you can hang them on the wall yeah, that's, yeah it does make sense no that's the thing at first at first you're like what the fuck and then you think about it for one more second you're like actually this makes total sense it's just you know what it is it's like i guess in our era a cd was at the highest 20 bucks probably you know at the height of cds maybe it was yes, 20 bucks but when it came out you know it was it was 1599 or whatever release week but i mean these records like the taylor swift records like 40 bucks maybe 50 right but you have to remember you also you also um you can stream it too so i feel like most people you guys probably had that cd you know portable cd player and then that that thing you would take with you you'd put all your cds in yeah of the course. case logic case logic yeah exactly the case logic. yeah and so now now you, you <laughs> You have it on your phone. You can stream any, anywhere you go. So I feel like the the vinyl, getting vinyl of like your favorite artists, even if you don't have a vinyl player, is almost like something tangible. It's I, I still think people want to hold things. I think that's the yeah, totally. It's the it's the hardest thing with uh, in creating stuff for me and like not having not having something to hold and look at and see. There's something fun about listening to music and like. Um, going through the vinyl and reading the stuff and kind of just getting lost in yeah. in things, you know? I mean, arguably more more now than ever people need something to hold, you know? Yeah, and maybe that's why it's maybe that's why it has a it has a boom is that a younger generation just like didn't even get yeah. CDs, so they're just like, wow, this used to be a thing, like like I don't care if I, I don't I don't need to hear it. <laughs> I just And know. and uh, and of course, of course the vinyl, your 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 vinyl releases all come with the FLAC file download link as well for for our audio files. I'm just a little I I always get a little bummed. I notice it more on on my music just cuz I'll have like before the album comes out, I'll have the file that I hear and it's a wave mm -hmm. file. 
yeah. and then you go and you listen to the stream and you're like oh man like all the all the juice got <laughs> taken out and you're just like fuck all the juice fuck. you know but yeah i mean you're you don't you know how the sausage is made but most people don't even know that the juice was there to begin with so it's kind of okay and, and most people don't have the ear for it but i i know exactly i mean even if you're just i don't know if you put on if you A B it, I think people would be like, What? What yeah, have I been listening I to? I mean, even just the difference between like a three twenty MP three and like a one ninety two MP three, it's it's a huge difference, let alone a fucking wave file and a and Spotify, you know? Yeah. Well luckily Jason sends me this podcast yeah. three times a week and I do the kind of car test. Uh, just to make sure everything's really knocking in the whip. Um and that's paid <laughs> off. That, that's paid yeah, off. Yeah, Albert, for when's me. the last time do you do do you still do the car test now that you're a California guy? You do. All right. So of you, you I mean I, I I mean I I grew up here. I, I was born in Los Angeles. So Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Listen yeah, listening to music and in my car was like like was a big thing for me in my teenage for sure. Years. I guess my okay. whole life. So when you moved to New York, it must have been tough. I don't know. I was eight. I was eighteen, so I don't really. <laughs> he was like, bro. I he, really gave. He was like, Jason. Shits. It wasn't that tough. Let me tell you. You might. You might have seen some stuff. I was. Well, no. I was just in. I was in a new place. It was just like it felt like home, and, and it became. I lived there for what twenty-one years, so it's like became my like. Yeah. Sometimes I I feel like I'm kind of partly from there, just because I my whole life has been there from 18 to 39 i think also we, you are we think of you as a new york guy because of that well i, and I i'm sure that's like I, I all the guys in the band are from new york i you know i joined i came in and so it's like it's not gonna feel you know it's not gonna feel like i'm from la sure mm -hmm. you're, you're one guy's not gonna yeah sure 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 <laughs> they're not gonna you're not gonna shift you know? the paradigm um yeah you're, you're not gonna make the stroke sound like phantom planet just by one person joining you know <laughs> you can't you can't do that when when you guys moved to new york like you guys most of you guys or some of you guys were were going to film school back in the day right is that true that was me that, that was, was you me. okay do you remember a guy named andre conaparo yeah why does that sound yeah, of course yeah, he went to New York Film Academy. Yeah, he, yeah, he, I, he he was my old roommate back in L.A. He went to New York Film Academy when my friend John was going. So I went there. Yeah, I took a year off of high. I took a year off of high school and went there, and then like worked at record stores around New York before going to uh, NYU. Mm -hmm. Then when I was there, John, my friend John, came out. He went to the to this film school, met Andre, and then I was in one of Andre's movies. Yeah, and 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 John, John and Andre had a house in Echo Park and I used to go yeah. party there all the time. Then we I must have met you because John was my best friend. I went there all the time too. Yeah, there was it was John and there was a couple other guys and Andre even was the guy who hurt Julian's knee during the Room on Fire tour. Remember when Julian was like <laughs> sitting on a stool? Dude. They they were wrestling. They were wrestling outside and yeah. that's when his knee got fucked up. I thought you were gonna say he crossed him up on the court, but they were just wrestling drunk. That's way better. I don't know if they were if they were if if they were if they were drunk. I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't I don't remember. But it was just like it was probably somewhat intoxicated. But they were just they kept yeah. saying like Odin's Raven. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, bro, what are you? I can only imagine how bad Andre still feels to this day about that, knowing him. That's really funny. That's that's really good. Yeah. Andre was awesome. All those guys, we I called them because there was like it was like kind of some like rich guys from the west side and they all did coke and we called them the pepperdine powder posse <laughs> That's who was that it was john and there's another guy i forgot his name i think his parents had a house in like in like montrose and glendale i can't remember his name but uh, the only thing i know is they all dress like you and did cocaine but you know 
Echo Park in 2003, that was a lot of people, you know? Yeah, that, that's, yeah, bro, <laughs> that's, like, yeah. They dressed like me and did cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, God damn you it. get it. <laughs> now that you're now that you're on your healthy wonderful legacy now that you're on your <laughs> healthy swag though i needed to i want to ask about your smoothie recipe because i know you be sipping <laughs> you strike me as a smoothie guy am i is that crazy to say i mean only in the sense that if you need to if you want to get extra protein not as a meal replacement okay you know I mean? okay okay. So, people okay. have smoothies as though they're having a meal and i just like that's really it's not good for you damn okay no i agree it's not it's not a meal i agree it's not i've a recently meal, i've so. recently weaned myself off of smoothies as a meal so i'm glad to have you reinforce that <laughs> get out of here so are you trying to get more protein in your life albert uh i mean sometimes it depends who isn't right? sure are you are you are you lifting or are you doing a lot of cardio i do i do weight training i do cardio as well though but i i more like i'll do cardio more like it can be like healing like level two like keeping your heartbeat like 128 132 sure yeah you want to be in the you want to be in that zone we know, you know? the zone. so zone yeah two. so or like oh yeah or like the cardio will be doing something like surfing doing something active though i i do like to run occasionally but i had back surgery and so sometimes like when i'm running if i'm not i, I don't know i'm always afraid to hurt myself totally so like yeah. i don't I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Was the back, was the back thing recently or a while ago? It was, it was, it wasn't that long ago. It was, it was bad though. It was like 2000, God, I want to say 16, maybe. Um, I got this pain in my, in my, uh, in my back that just would not 24 seven, like someone was pushing a bruise, like maybe like level eight, like impossible. I was taking painkillers oh, and like, I could barely get through the day and I was like, please, what do we do? And we, you know, it's such a slow process. They try, yeah, everything. You know, no steroids, steroids, steroid injections. I, I, I did everything imaginable, um, and then finally, the atrophy on my pec, lat, and tricep on my right side was crazy. And then my finger, index finger, went numb. And then they, they, they. Um, you were like, all right, guys, it's serious now. It's serious now. Yeah, and it's slowly. I mean, my finger is still not right and I've, I've built back my right side where like i, yeah. I notice it's a little off but i don't you, you wouldn't notice that it's different but i definitely notice it but i've just spent all my time kind of like rebuilding rebuilding that what was the what was that's the issue I stopped what, riding motorcycles too what was the issue was it like a freak thing or was it like an injury uh, or was it like no, I mean, they don't, over time they, you had been doing things wrong they don't know it was two degenerated discs so it's like is it genetic? Yeah. Is it possible that all like my drug use and sleeping weird <laughs> caused it? I mean, is it possible that the guitar and like my wing shoulder blade yeah. from mm -hmm. playing did it? I mean, I don't, unless I got an MRI every year. Yeah, it's all of the above probably is the reality. You know, it's, it's some sort of combo. I wouldn't have known, but there comes a certain point to, if you want to like keep doing the things you want to do, you kind of have to, I don't know, I just feel happier being a little more athletic no totally no same i mean that goes that goes for both of us too i think that's like yeah. comes with aging a little bit uh but it definitely for sure you know it's for the mental and the physical to to be in harmony is very important as we continue the journey it is fun though it's i gotta be honest it's fun to be i just turned 43 and i'm in, i'm in the best shape of my life it's pretty it's pretty cool like it's it's like um yeah oh, you look great you, i gotta say you look great <laughs> thanks you can't even see me <laughs> we've in your seen zoom you photo in your zoom photo you're glowing 
You don't yeah. even oh. can't, the face. The face tuning is very mild. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> no, but you're right. Yeah, I that mean, face tuning is crazy. Sorry, go on, go on. It is crazy. No, but you're right. Being, I mean, I know several people that are around because we're. I'm 40. Jason's 40. We're like right around your age. I know several people that are in this very same position, where it was like they they got serious five years ago. They're in the best shape of their lives, and things seem to be going well. And I feel like it. Well, all it's just going to get works together in that way. Harder the older you get, you know what I mean, and like to like either build muscle or like sustain a certain shape or feel. So it's like if I don't start eventually, or I didn't start eventually, it would just I'd get to a point where I'd be like, oh shit, what happened? No, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> Like and I don't I don't want to I don't want to get there. If you think losing that those last ten pounds are hard now, wait till you're sixty five, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Well, it's, it's not even impossible. It's gonna melt off. It's gonna melt off. Um, Albert, thank you for joining us on How Long Gone today. It was a pleasure. Um, and the the record uh, melodies on hiatus is there's nine songs out today, right? Everywhere that you stream music. Yes. Nine songs out today, everywhere that you can stream music. Yeah, and the rest of it is out on on June twenty third. Yeah, there's Beautiful. two videos out now too, and the other seven songs have uh, like behind the scenes little vignettes from the making of the videos, which is pretty cool. And then, are you going on the road? Is that the plan? Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to do some shows. I, I right now it's just uh, New York and L.A., and then I'll try to do another run. I don't know we some other little cities, but yeah, I, I, there wasn't much planning on that because I've been just touring so much. But you've had enough. Yeah. I get it. I've had enough too, and we've only played one show. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I understand your plight, friend. I understand your plight. Uh, no, but really, th- thank you for joining us. We've been fans for a long time. The the first solo record got rinsed in my household for sure over the years. Oh, so awesome, I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited to listen. Excited to listen. Yeah, to listen. This one. Listen to your new album, but also go back and listen. To, yeah, all of your previous solo albums from you know 2007, eight, all that stuff. Like Chris said, I just like that you that you brought up uh, Andre. I haven't heard his name in so long. So I know, right? <laughs> kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. I'll send. I'll send him this episode. He uh, he lives up in he lives up in Napa now. Yeah, he's a cow. I, I I always wanted that movie he did. I wanted to like. Now that this social media, I want to like put it out as like on a reel or something because it's like it's a funny little movie. I fall in love with a pigeon because my my girlfriend's like a bitch and like <laughs> and I and like it's just like yeah, it's a really funny little thing. And I was like eighteen or nineteen. It's 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 funny to see because I just like oh, it's just so young, so filled with life. For yeah. from your mouth to God's ears, I think I can get this green lit i think we can we get, can this get done. the the video file sent over to you we'll make it happen let's um let's talk about i'm more of a can guy versus like south by southwest for a premiere but you just let me know what's going to work best i like sundance for this but yeah we'll try can i'm definitely i definitely would have to say that we should go to can okay thank you all right good <laughs> okay can is uh, yeah okay. i'd rather be drinking champagne in a boat than uh hang out in snow <laughs> all right albert well yeah like we said honor talking to you and a pleasure thanks for taking the time and everybody go listen to the new record and thanks again man we appreciate it all right, <laughs>